Hello everyone, this is Pastor Alex Alejandro reminding you that one encounter with Jesus Christ changes everything. God bless you and thanks for listening. And uh, you can't you can't get anywhere without hearing that verse, which is great. I love that John 3.16 is, is everywhere. I believe uh, JWs has it on their receipts. Amen. Glory to God. I remember the first time I saw that, I was like, praise the Lord. People need to see that scripture. Um, but I want to just go through some of these verses in here, and I want you to hone in on one word, and that's believe. And that's what we as a church want people to do. Amen. That's our whole goal. Uh, we are all in this together. And our whole goal is to believe one another so that others might believe. Amen? Glory to God. So turn with me to, uh, if you have your Bible, uh, John chapter 3. And this is four, uh, verses 14 through 18. Verse 14 says, And Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. Even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. And if you recall, in Numbers, this is referring back to Numbers 21, verses 5 through 9. And uh, the people of Israel had grumbled once again, right? They were complaining about the food and the water and the lack thereof. And, you know, we're going to die here, God, you know. And Moses, what would you do with us? Why did you bring us? We, we might as well go back. You know, we want to go back. And, and they were grumbling. Now, this was the seventh time that the people of Israel grumbled against God. Well, uh, he didn't like it. Amen. And uh, so he sent fiery serpents to bite the Israelites and they were dying all over the place. And they were then they started getting really scared and they pleaded with Moses. They said, Moses, please intercede for us. Pray for us uh, that we not perish. Amen. Uh, God got their attention very quickly. And so that verse 314 in John, he's referencing the fact that Jesus was now going to be lifted up. And he was going to take on the sin of the world for us. Amen? Glory to God. Uh, look at verse 15 now. And whosoever believeth, can y'all say that with me? Believeth in him should not perish. The word perish means to die. So if you believe in the Son of God, you believe in Jesus Christ, then you will not die. You will live forever in heaven. Amen? And, and just so we're clear... Eternity is coming no matter what. Amen? We need to understand that. Eternity comes no matter what. We will live forever. Whether or not we get to live with Jesus or with Satan and his demons is our choice. We have to believe in the Son of God in order for us not to perish. It says that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And John 3.16 For God so loved the world. Amen? He loved the world. He loves each and every one of us. He loves He loves all people. He wants all to come to the salvation knowledge of, of God. And again, this points to us as the church. We're all in this together so that people might believe. And the way we allow people to see our faith is that we exercise that belief. Amen? We exercise that belief. We love the world. Even in spite of the sin, Jesus loved the sinner. So we are called as a church to love the sinner as well. Amen. Not to be of the world, but to pray for them. Amen. We can't, we can't become the world, 
We can't be the sin again. We were called out of that, but we can be a light and we can believe and exercise those beliefs and show people by the way we talk, how we act, how we interact, the love of God and how he loved the world that he sent his only uh, begotten son that whosoever, let's say it with me, believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So it's all about that word believe. People must believe in order to be saved. We must believe in the Son of God. We must believe that Jesus came and died for our sins, that he rose again, and that he's sitting at the right hand of the Father, and he's interceding for us in that moment. Right now, Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. He's interceding for us as we speak. Amen? Glory to God. We must believe that in faith. In order to receive that salvation, we must believe. Uh, Look at verse 17 now. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. He didn't do it to condemn. And I want to read to you the definition of that word condemn. Express complete disapproval of. That's the first uh, definition of it as I look this up. To express complete disapproval of. So, so in order for us to be approved by God, we must believe in his, in his son that he came and died for our sins. Amen? And that is what people must believe in order to be saved. That's what we as a church uh, must strive for, to share the gospel with everybody that we can so that they might believe. And, and when you say, when we think about the word share the gospel, well, there's the way we can tell them about Jesus, but a more powerful way is how we live the gospel. Amen? Glory to God. So believing means we are to be and live. Amen? To be and live as Christ, to believe that he was the Son of God, that he did come and die for our sins. Amen? So verse 317 again says, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him, through the belief in him, might be saved through believing that Jesus is the Son of God, sent from God to save man from his sins. Go to verse 18 with me. He that believeth, amen? He that believeth on him is not condemned. Glory to God. That's How many here believe that Jesus came and died for your sins? Glory to God. You're not condemned. You're not disapproved of. You're actually approved of God. Amen? You, you, will, you will be there one day with Him face to face. That is your reward in heaven for believing in the Son of God and living that belief. Amen. So verse 318, He that believeth on Him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And of course, if you go through that chapter, you'll go down to verse 336 with me. And uh, in, in here, we see how John the Baptist was asked some things. And he, and he proclaimed it. He said, no, he must increase, I must decrease. Jesus in me must increase. Amen? As believers in Christ, Jesus in us has to increase. We must decrease. Our wants, our desires have to be second to the desires of God and what he's telling us to do for us to be able to believe fully and to show other people to believe by living that life. Amen? 
We are the examples uh, for God for all those who don't believe. And like the word says, if they don't believe, they're condemned already until they come to the salvation knowledge of Christ. Amen. Uh, John 3.36 says, He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. Glory to God. We have everlasting life. And he that believeth not, the Son shall not see or shall not see life. But the wrath of God abideth on him. We need to pray. Amen. As believers in Christ, another thing that we should be compelled to do is pray for everyone that we know does not believe in God, does not believe in the Son of, of God, Jesus. We need to pray for them. And, and more than that, if we ever have a chance to express our belief, we got to have that ready. Amen. Uh, somebody once told me that we all, as Christians, as believers, we all have to have our elevator sermon. You ever hear of that? <laughs> Some of you might say, yeah, I think I heard that. An elevator sermon, that just means that sometimes we're caught in the elevator with people. Amen. Lord of God. And some of you are thinking, well, I hope that we're six feet apart. <laughs> but if you if you recall times in your life when you were in the elevator and, and somebody caught it for you and you said, thank you so much. And you got in the elevator and sometimes there's an awkward moment. Of course, if you're like me, I just start talking. No awkward moment. They're probably going, well, who is this guy? And why is he talking to me? But we should have that ready that in the three minutes or two minutes, whatever that is that we're in the elevator with that person, they should know, they should feel the Spirit of God on us. And they should know we're believers in God. And they should feel it. And if they, get, if they for some reason, ask a question, we should be ready to respond. Amen? Glory to God. Amen. Acts 4.12 says, neither, neither is there salvation in any other. And if you remember, this is where uh, Peter and John were being questioned by the, the high priest because they had just healed the man at the gate called Beautiful. And, and they said, hey, how dare you do this? You know, how did, in what name did you do this? And he said, they said, by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified. And now he's, he's been raised up. And uh, so he, he answers again here in verse 12. And he says, neither is there salvation in any other. There's no other way to heaven. Jesus is the only way. He's the way, the truth, and life. He's the only way. It says, There is none other, none, none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. It's Jesus. That's it. Believing in Jesus the Christ. That's the only way we get to heaven. Believing that He died for our sins. Receiving it in our heart. Confessing it in our, in our lips and saying, Yes, I believe. I believe you died for me, Jesus. I believe you rose again, and I believe you're sitting at the right hand of God, and I believe because of that, I'm covered. Your blood covers my sins, and I'm redeemed, and I'm brand new, and one day, I will be with you face to face. That's our testimony, and that's what we as a church need to share every single day with those around us that are not the church yet. Amen? Glory to God. Uh, this morning, I was mentioning the fact that, you know, we're all creation of God. Amen? But we're not all children of God. The only way that we're called children of God is when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. When we begin to believe in that and we receive it in faith, then we're the children of God. But before that, we're the creation of God. And we're separate because of sin. 
So we need to think about that as believers because all of us here have a testimony. All of us here know what it's like to be separated from God. We know because we're all flesh. We're all, we're all skin and bones and we all fail sometimes and we all fall short of the glory of God sometimes and we got to ask for God for forgiveness. Amen? Thank God that He allows us to come to the cross and say, God, I'm humbling myself right now because I need to be forgiven. Thank God that He let, lets us do that. Just like Moses lifted up that serpent and they all had to look on that serpent and believe and then they were healed from the venom of that fiery serpent. In the same way, we got to look up to Jesus, fall at his feet and go, I believe. I still believe. Satan, you're not going to win this battle. I believe that my Jesus died for my sins. And then take that same tenacity, same faith and share it with somebody who doesn't yet know God fully through the Son, His Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. The definition of believe, to accept something as true, feel sure of the truth of. Amen. And I think it's funny that every time I look up things on the internet for definition, and it has to do with Scripture, Scripture's in there. <laughs> Amen. I go, glory to God, they're using the Scripture to reference the definition of believe. And here's, here's some of the some of that it says the superintendent. Here's a sentence that, that helps you understand the, the meaning of believe. The superintendent believed Lancaster's story. And then it says, Christians believe that Jesus rose from the dead. Amen. That's what's in the definition. Glory to God. They, they align Christians with Jesus. That's great. But we need to be the we need to be the, that Christian and say, yes, I believe that Jesus rose from the dead. Glory to God. And be bold about it. And tell people about it. Glory to God. Last verse for tonight is John, John 14, 6. It says, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Believing in Jesus Christ. That's how we're all here today. Glory to God. We're all here sitting in this this place right now because we chose to believe in the Son of God. We chose to receive that salvation through Jesus Christ. We chose to believe it in our heart and confess it in our lips that say, and say, Jesus Christ, you're the Lord. You died for my sins. I believe your blood cleanses me, washes me white as snow, and I am a new creation because of you. And I believe it. Amen. That's why we're here today. And that's why we commemorate this time. That's why I'm so excited that we're all here in one place as believers because we need to take this message to everybody that we know. And even if they heard it before, say it again. I told them this morning, I said, you might sound like a broken record. That's okay. Sound like a broken record because they're going to remember your face. They're going to remember your name and they're going to connect it to Jesus Christ. And they're going to say, they believe that Jesus Christ raised from the dead. They believe in that. And they're going to know that without a shadow of doubt. Amen. Glory to God. Will you all bow your heads with me this evening? Hallelujah. If you want to make a lifelong decision to follow Jesus Christ, pray this with me. Dear God, I am a sinner. I am sorry and I repent of my sins. I accept your free gift of grace 
that was your son, Jesus, his death on the cross for the forgiveness of all my sins. Come and live in my heart, and I make you the Lord of my life. Amen. If you pray, prayed that prayer with me, I want you to know that you're freed from sins. You, are, you have become a new creation in God because of Jesus Christ. The next steps are crucial. The next steps are very important. If you've made this decision to follow Jesus Christ and to follow him the rest of your life, find a good Bible preaching church. Get connected to the Christian community that believe in Jesus Christ and preach according to the full gospel of the Bible. Begin to study that Bible and then follow the Spirit's call for your life. I'm excited for you and your decision that you have made. And I'll be praying with you that God will lead you through the Holy Spirit to the full salvation knowledge that He has for you. God bless you. Well, that concludes this episode of The Encounter. Thank you for taking time to meditate on the Word today. God bless you, and may the Spirit of God guide and lead you always.